Hour two of the Blitz starts right now. Live here on Fan Run Radio, live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. 105.7 FM, 1340 AM. We're live in your Fan Run Radio app, live in the Fan Run Radio web browser, and on Twitter. That's where you can find the video feed if you want to watch along over on the Fox Sports Knox Twitter. We're streaming over there. Had to play it one more time. Couldn't get enough. A little minute work Wednesday. Twice for is better you. than one. What uh What do you got going on for the Super Bowl, Andy? Anything? Oh, I forgot. I that was, that was a mean, mean thing. That was I, pretty mean. I actually forgot. Pretty mean, considering I can't watch it. Yeah, that that was tough. My <sighs> I'm not watching it. And y'all are telling me what happens on Monday, so Yes. That that will happen. Please be we ready will, for that. We'll describe it Please on Monday. give me a good description. Well, uh, for those of you out there that are having a Super Bowl party, this year, the only app that you're going to need at your Super Bowl is FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel now and use promo code BLITZ so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. Man, 57. It's the 57th Super Bowl. We're here. Already. We are here. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets. Yeah, you heard me right. 3,000. They're up in their game for the Super Bowl. Back in bonus bets, if your first bet doesn't win, FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score the first touchdown. I've been talking about it now for a couple weeks. I'm really, really all in on the Chiefs. All in on the Chiefs. I, I'm all in on the Eagles. I, I think the Chiefs are winning this game by a couple of touchdowns. So the I'll Eagles tell you what by I'm a taking. couple of touchdowns. You tell you what I'm taking. I'm making a little <laughs> little parlay. I'm putting Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. I like that. With the Chiefs alternate spread minus six and a half. Jason Kelsey but anytime touchdown. If you Philly, don't like that, hey, go build your own. Really special. All of that and more. It's on the top rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, well, you can get your winnings paid instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code BLITZ to claim your no-sweat first bet <clears throat> on Super Bowl 57 and make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, present in Tennessee, first online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required, refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. It does feel weird that the Super Bowl is just like right there, right around the corner. Yeah, Sunday. I feel like football season just ended already. It is done. You know, that's how it always feels like when you when you hit the Super Bowl. It's like, wow, we we're still playing football. Like we're still doing this. I mean, even maybe even more so. Like it's like we still got one more. Like I was kind of like in the mindset, we're done. You know, still one more. Pro Bowl games though, that was sick. <laughs> I didn't watch much of the Pro Bowl games, uh, I but I, I saw some highlights. They looked cool. Can't believe you. They looked First cool. Down? First down, well, the Saints, according to sources here, the New Orleans Saints have been given permission to uh, have Derek Carr come visit. 
Derek Carr, nice. Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, uh, heading down to Louisiana. Visit will play, take place this Wednesday at the Saints facility in Mete Air. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm French sure Louisiana great. City. It starts with an M, Louisiana, where the Saints practice facility is. That's where they're meeting today. Nice. So uh, it would be Carr's first known visit ahead of the February 15th date on his contract, where his guaranteed salary, uh, well, where his salary becomes guaranteed. So the, you know that's the day that he's going to get moved or cut by. Uh, situation would require the Raiders or the new team to absorb some guarantees. So. They can't find a, pay, a trade partner. They're probably going to end up cutting him. I still think he ends up cut. I mean, if you're the Saints, like I don't think you're super worried about having to outbid other teams for Derek Carr if he hits the open market. Um, if the Raiders cut Carr, they take a 5.6 million salary cap hit, but they free up 29 million in cap room. So I think that's mm. that's what's coming. But if they do want to trade him, if the Saints decide they want him, well. Saints do have a 29th pick in the draft, uh, courtesy of that Sean Payton trade. Don't think Derek Carr is getting that. I don't think again. I don't think Derek Carr is getting traded. But Derek Carr, New Orleans could be interesting. I, I yeah could see that working out to a certain extent. I mean, they're not a bad team. They were somewhat competitive with Andy Dalton this year in the sense that like they weren't getting just blown out in games. They were losing close games. So. Maybe the Andy Dalton to Derek Carr jump would be enough. I, I don't know. I think that's definitely a, a, a good jump at this point, maybe. Yeah, I think good if you're the Saints, like, maybe you want to just try to get young and, and, and get a rookie and, like, restart, but uh, you don't necessarily have the resources to do that. Uh, Derek Carr could be a good pick. Second down? Uh, second down, a big-time win last night for UConn men's basketball, a team that at one point was right there, the best of the best, number two in the country. Um, they showed the nation a, a reminder a little bit of why they are you know, supposed to be one of the best teams in basketball this year. Haven't played like that of recent. Haven't played like that of recent. Um, their analytics are still great. Ken Palm still loves them. Um, really struggled with Georgetown on the road. They almost lost to Georgetown on Saturday. Barely came back and scraped away that win. And then all of a sudden looked like a completely different team last night in an 87-72 win over freshly minted top 10 Marquette. Huge win. They played it in Hartford. And, man, they looked good. 54% from the field right out of the gates in the first half. 54% from three in the first half. It just felt like they dominated the game the whole way. Um, Tristan Newton had a really good game. 12 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. That's crazy. How about that? Triple-double. Mm. Um, and Shaka Smart said after the game, he's like, you know what? We shouldn't feel bad. This is why at one point they were the number two team in the nation. Love me some Big East basketball. I think UConn had a bad stretch there in my opinion. But I think they're going to end up finishing strong. And I think they're going to be a danger, dangerous team in the tournament that a lot of people might count out at this point because of that bad stretch. But to me, I think they, they have the talent to make a big run. I don't think they're a championship contender in my books yet. They might 
change some minds if they can finish out strong Big East play. They're still just eight and six, but you can always win that postseason tournament. It'll be a fun one, Big East tournament. I um, uh, I always love the Big East tournament. Yeah, I think that was. I mean, obviously that was massive for UConn. I, I think maybe that steadies the ship for them because. It had gotten bad. I mean, you were you were 500 in Big East play, and you had just beat Georgetown by six on the road. I really thought they were going to get beat last night. I really thought that Marquette was going to go in there and, and continue to kind of pilot on UConn. I don't know. I still still want to see them now string a couple of good performances in a row together, but, you know, they were the nation's most dominant team for the first two months, like you were saying. Yeah. I feel like that potential is still there. <laughs> That was bad. That was a fun one. That was bad. I was like a mid-yawn, too. <laughs> oh, man. Third down. We got a new mock draft. New mock draft over the over on the athletic. Over under .5 Tennessee players in the first round. You're talking football, right? Yeah. Over under 5? .5. So just... Oh, .5. Oh, yeah. okay. Over... So basically... Is there a Tennessee player projected in this mock draft? At least one. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Darnell Wright. No, but there is a Tennessee player projected in the first round. Is it Jalen Hyatt? It is. Okay. Jalen Hyatt, pretty, I've seen in, in some mock drafts now, like pretty consistently staying in that like 24 to 31 range. Uh,. I don't know if he's going to stay around in the first round. I think that there's going to be a, a later run on receivers in the first round, but really, you know, sort of the second round range where, where a lot of those guys are going to end up going because there are so many receivers at the top of this draft. But Jalen Hyatt in the latest mock draft projected to got any guesses? Um, Chiefs, Dallas Cowboys. Really? Dallas Cowboys at twenty six. Uh, projected to draft Jalen Hyatt in this latest mock draft. Uh, here's the excerpt. Jalen Hyatt could be the vertical threat the Cowboys lost when they traded Amari Cooper last offseason. Hyatt is going to run one of the best times at the Combine. He's a scary player at top speed. There's plenty of potential to glean from his skill set as a complete route runner too. Best version of Hyatt would pair comfortably with C.D. Lamb as a great one-two punch for Dak Prescott. I see you making a weird face over there, Andy. I just feel like Jalen Hyatt and C.D. are almost like the same type of player. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I, I, I didn't think it made a ton of sense either. That doesn't make sense. I don't know who made that mock draft, but um, I could it's see It's not the- my favorite mock draft guy. There's a couple of them. Dane Brugler is my favorite. Of all the draft guys, of all the mock draft guys, this is Deontay Lee. Okay. Uh, I don't actually, I'm not really super familiar with him and his writing. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I feel like the Cowboys could target another weapon to add to that offense. Because it's like, you know, their the defense played good, but I, I don't know. They're kind of playing at a point where they could use any, kind of anything. I think more than anything, you probably... Maybe you invest in like a, another corner, uh, you, another defensive end, maybe another offensive lineman. I don't know. A couple other updates from this mock draft. Uh, they have the Bears staying at one and taking Will Anderson. They have the Texans taking C.J. Stroud. 
and him being the first quarterback off the board. And then they have Anthony Richardson at three. Okay. And Bryce Young actually behind Will Levis, too. They have Will That's Levis crazy. at four. And then they have, they have Bryce, Bryce Young, Young being five? taken at six. So they have four quarterbacks in the first six picks with Bryce Young being the last. Yeah, I yeah. That's interesting. Interesting uh, indeed. <laughs> and uh, at 11, they have the Titans taking Broderick Jones. Huh. I want the Titans to trade back more than anything. Uh, if, if you could figure out a way to get into the, like the, the 20s and acquire an extra pick, yeah, that's what I would like. Okay, I think I've decided I want the Cowboys to take an offensive lineman. My final decision. Okay. That's final. Yep, final. Me to it. Fourth down. Uh, fourth down. I know we we talked about it already, but we didn't really give it give it the podium it needed. LeBron I think James, got plenty podium. You think it did? No, go ahead. I was just gonna talk about just. I want to hear it. The moment because you didn't watch it, I'll describe it to you. Um, it was just funny because like after every every made basket down the stretch, they were just putting eyes on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> in the building. Um, I don't know if you also saw like the picture of uh, LeBron's final shot. But like all the cameras so I actually, that were out. I saw that like 30 minutes ago. I love that picture. Isn't that crazy? I don't know what my favorite part is. I don't know if my favorite part is Thomas Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Clearing out the defense. I mean, probably one of the best seals we've seen on a, on a post-up all year. Like, get him the rock, LeBron. Just another example of LeBron <laughs> being a selfish teammate. Being selfish. Thomas Bryant was there. He was right there. He was uh, about to go to work. My other other highlight from the picture is every single person in the crowd has a phone in their hands recording the moment, except for one man. Yep. There is one legendary man in the front row that is just sitting there, leaned back, like arms crossed, just taking in the moment. Oh, yeah. Mm. So what was it? It was like a deep two? Yeah, deep two, a little fadeaway. A little fadeaway. Pretty cool moment. All-time NBA leading scorer past Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, and then after the game, he was like, yeah, I think I can play another five, six years. The man keeps going. Maybe maybe you're feeling like that on the adrenaline of, of breaking the scoring record, LeBron. I, I mean, he's he's putting up good stats this year, and he's 38. Yeah, I mean, five years. Five years will be a different story. I'll maybe. give him three. You give him three. NBA right now has a ton of guys scoring over 30 points a game I've more actually, than I've ever seen. I've seen a pretty interesting argument start to surface online in different places. The NBA needs to expand. What do you mean? Like they need like, more teams. Like bench players are really good just not getting enough chances like Cam Thomas? Yeah, like I've seen the argument that uh, you know at one point the NBA saw a massive scoring surge and then that's when they had a big expansion. Added a bunch more teams. The talent uh, was more evenly dispersed. And yeah. scoring like leveled out again. I think we've gotten a point to a point where there's maybe like an over saturation of the market with talent. There are 45 guys scored over 20 points a game on the season. Yeah, like I, I mean, I like on happened? any given night, like the fifth man on any team's bench can just give you 40 points. Like can give you buckets. Have we ever had seven guys average 30 points in a season? I don't think so. Embiid uh, I mean, and Luca both averaging 33.4. Then you got Giannis, Tatum. Dame, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and LeBron all averaging 30 points a game. Like just add like two more teams, four more teams. There's enough talent. True, there. I mean, yeah. To go around. I mean, who, how many other Cam Thomases who scored like 40 on back-to-back nights now that Kyrie's Dude, gone? I mean, like, how many more of those guys are just waiting? 
And that's why you see, like, that's why it's so hard, like, if you are, are not, like, a lottery pick, it's so hard to crack in and be a star, you know, because you're just not getting the opportunities. I mean, every year there are 25 players that enter the NBA that are probably good enough to, like, give you consistent production. Oh, yeah. But there's not 25 players leaving. No. It's just, yeah, I think there's an oversaturation of talent. Like, we could we could afford some expansion. Where would we? Where did you want to expand? Back to Seattle? Nashville, Supersonics come back? Nashville. We give the state of Tennessee, too. Would you leave the Heat? You have to for NBA. For the NBA, I'm, like, out of all my teams, I'm least attached to the Heat. I think, like, that would be one that I would be willing to, to consider consider i still don't think i could give up the heat i'd consider though there but baseball is a, a, a big giant capital n capital o exclamation point shout out those nationals man oh man let's give a let's give seattle a team back though give them one i bet las vegas is gonna get one yeah we'll give seattle and vegas on the west coast on the east coast let's go nashville cincinnati cincinnati and uh, what do you think about? Let's just give Buffalo a basketball. Baltimore, team. Baltimore have a team. Baltimore, Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> the same thing. The Baltimore, Baltimore. Bombers, Baltimore Bombers, or something with a B. Ballistic missiles. Well, it's a little bit, a little bit too detailed. Baltimore uh, baboons, <laughs> beasts. Baltimore beasts. I feel like there's not a ton of like unique B mascot names, or we're just. The Blaze. The Blazes. The Baltimore. There's already the Blazers, so that one. I want something cool. Yeah, there needs to be something cool. Can we get something specific to the state of Maryland? What do they like over there in Maryland? Crab crabs. Football. The Baltimore Crabs. Weirdly, I like that. Yeah, the Crabs. We could even like the Baltimore King Crabs or something. Oh. Like, make it sound more. Little pinchers. Every pronounced. time every time they score, they do a little claw pick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that a lot. I kind of like that, too. Somebody call Adam Silver, and uh, we're going to take a break. More next on The Blitz. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do. Feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street That the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it all before but you All right, Andy, you want to play a game? Yes Yeah, you do? I do Let's play a game I love games All right, game it is We're going to play a little buy or sell Talking awesome. uh, college basketball teams stock. Awesome. As we you know really start to get into the f- closing stretch of the season, are you buying or selling? Uh, selling in terms of, of like a, in terms of a, a a team 
to make okay, a, just in a run to the Elite Eight or better. Okay. Like, all right, would you buy stock in this so team, or would you sell stock? In this are we team? taking bubble teams out of the fact, out of the question? Like, do this is. Just I have six teams written down. Okay. Yeah. To ask. Okay. Here. Perfect. Perfect. First team, are you buying stock or are you selling stock in the Baylor Bears? Um, I am buying stock in the Baylor Bears. You can also hold. I'll, I'll, I'll let okay. you. Hold I'm stock I'm buying here. stock in Baylor. As we've already discussed, I think it's uh extremely hard to not buy stock in some of the big 12 teams <laughs> um maybe that's just my mind it's just that there's the best conference in basketball it's instant entertainment every night it seems like it's a battle to the death so many good teams i think baylor's is clearly among one of the better ones i think they're trending in the right direction as well um obviously went through some like non-baylor moments that we had seen from them in the past two years but to me it's just like if you are good and you've won the national championship in the past like couple of years like you're always going to be a threat i feel like to replicate that same run because you just have guys that have have done that before they know what it takes they've played in march i'm at baylor they went through that three game losing streak to start big 12 play they started zero and three and since they've been six and one they, they've really started to turn things around impressive win at home against kansas obviously went went to west virginia and got a big road win um lost to texas last week but I mean, that's on the road, and the road of the Big 12 is you're going to be the underdog, right? That's a quad one loss. But um, I think that they have what it takes uh, to make an Elite Eight run for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying. Yeah, I'm. give me every every bit of Baylor stock. I, I want all the Baylor stock. I am all in on this Baylor team. I was talking about it earlier. Um, I already really liked what they had going on. I, I thought, you know, you carry over a lot of the talent from last year, and then you add in uh, a freshman in Keontae George that's given you 17 points a game. And now that you know that that was back, you're gonna have a, a solidified mm-hmm. starting five of dudes that are just straight bucket getters with George and Flagler and LJ Cryer, and you know even like Jalen Bridges can give you 10 a game. He can pop off at any given time, and and Chach was a dog. You know you got some guys on the bench too that I think play some really solid roles. Yeah, give me all the stock in the Baylor Bears. Saw that the phone was ringing there. Hey, sorry, I couldn't answer it there for a sec. Uh, <laughs> call back in. Call back in. I will pick it up this time around. Next team for you, buying or selling stock in the Houston Cougars. Oh, see, their stock is already super high at the moment, right? So it's like, are they a championship contender? Yes, they are. But, ah, man, okay, I think this is going to be a situation where I hold. I I think I'm going to hold because I'm not out on them. I think they're a great team. I think they have fantastic offense and defense. They're really good on both sides of the ball. I think they do a lot of really good good things. I think Marcus Sasser is one of the more dangerous players in college basketball. Very experienced player. Um, Not going to win National Player of the Year or anything, but, I mean, he's used to doing his thing at Houston. He's probably in a short list of, of some of the best players, uh, you know, in college basketball. So I, I don't think I'm out on them. I think they can easily make a, a an elite eight. I think they are a, a one seed right now for sure. But I'm not like buying stock because I think their their stock is super high. I don't think they'll be a Final Four team. I think they're one of those teams that could I could see trip up in the Sweet Sixteen. But again, like I'm respecting where they're at right now. I'm gonna hold though. I'm, I think I'm gonna hold. I'm I'm selling my my Houston stock. I. I just don't get a good feeling about this team, a good gut feel about this team. And look, Marcus Sasser, like, yeah, that guy, he's a stud. 
a very good basketball player. Uh, down the line, really, I mean, Walker and Roberts, Shed, like those guys can score. Those guys defend. Um, defense is going to travel, but I, I think there's something about playing in a conference where everyone else in the country right now is, is constantly battling and constantly getting tested, and you're in the American, and unfortunately, yeah. your comp- it's not your fault, but your conference no. mates have, have dropped off a good bit. You know, you just start to fall into some, some patterns that maybe you don't want to. And we've already seen Temple go on the road and beat this team. Since Temple beat this team, you know, he got past UCF, trailed against Cincinnati for the majority of a game at home before coming back to win that game, trailed against Wichita State before coming back to win that game, and then you were down at halftime against Temple this weekend too. Uh, so right now I want to sell my Houston stock off. Yeah, it's not like the America Conference used to be. It, start, it, it feels like a Gonzaga vibe. You know, right. but Gonzaga has I would made take those the West runs. Coast Conference over the American at this point. I probably still wouldn't. I think they're very close. I think they have two better teams than the two better teams in the American. But I think as a conference, American's probably more balanced in a way. Is than, it? Than, than, I think they're both very similar. But if I'm stacking them up, I mean, I guess like Tulane, you know, is giving you some. And, and Memphis is a tournament team, maybe, maybe. at the moment. They, I think they're like first four out range right now. But yeah, they're right there. I think right just all bottom. around, like I would maybe still hold the American, but they're like right beside each other. But I, they're just giving me that Gonzaga vibes. Like they're gonna be a one seed probably because of the conference they play in. But are they gonna be built built for March? It took Gonzaga a long time to play out of that a conference like that and still be capable of making that run because they play a tough non conference schedule. Well, luckily for Houston, they. Won't have these same problems next year. They'll be begging for the days of Wichita yeah. State and, and Temple come yeah. next February. Uh, buying or selling, or I guess staying, staying put. Uh, I got six written down here. I don't think we'll hit them all right now. But Rapid I'll give fire. you Rapid St. Fire. Mary's. Uh, ooh. Um, man, I'm buying stock in St. Mary's. I think I am. I really actually think that they're a, a special team. I mean, well, they've won 12 games in a row. They just beat Gonzaga. Again, kind of similar situation like the American Conference, not the best conference in basketball. But I actually think that out of any team they've had, this is maybe one of their best, and they have a chance to do that. And the reason why I say that, I think they're going to be super undervalued when it comes to their seed. I don't think they're getting enough credit right now. Maybe they will if they analytically love. They're, Analytically, they're, they're getting yeah, great. They're an credit. analytic darling, and they're kind of the opposite, I think, when it comes to like the AP poll. When it comes to yeah. human opinion, and that's why I think I think they're going to be gifted like a five seed, and I think they're going to be a dangerous five seed, and and I think they're going to maybe have that chip on their shoulder of, be, of being that team. Like they're beating Gonzaga. Like they're they are now in a position where they should at least win a share of that conference, which they've been aiming for for a while. I'm buying my stock because I think they're going to be underrated. I'm, so I'm going to buy some too. Yeah, I'm going to buy some too. I mean, I, I don't. I don't, I don't, know if I don't think I like this push. team as much as you, but I like this team, and I think they're going to be in a favor- pretty favorable seed line. I think you're right. I don't think they're a Final think Four they're team, be overlooked. but I have um, no problem giving them an Elite Eight run. I think they're a tough scout. Like I think they're a tough team to prepare for, so you get in that tournament setting. like That that makes it even more difficult. Aiden Mahaney uh, showed you against Gonzaga that he is capable. That was that was maybe my biggest question is, like, can, a, can you really rely on an undersized Aiden Mahaney, like just in terms of his strength? Uh, he is clearly a, a freshman still in like his physical, muscular build. Are you going to be able to rely on him to be that guy to close out games and, and to go get buckets when you need it? To me, he proved that against Gonzaga. That's enough for me to buy stock in St. Mary's. 
last one before we catch a break, then head over to the big, you know, the, the Philly phone lines, big orange Philly phone lines. Wrap it up with UCLA, UCLA. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Sure is. Um, nineteen and four. Um, it's like one of those. It's like they're a good team, and they they're properly rated. It's just you know, am I going to buy stock and then making a final four run? I, 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 you know, I might not. I don't think I'm going to buy stock. I don't think I'm going to buy stock in UCLA. Are you going to sell? I'm probably, but I feel like selling is such a, like a, it's a tough thing to be like, I'm out on them and I'm not out on them, but I, I probably will sell, I guess, if we're comparing them to some other teams, just because they have what it takes to be a championship team. I can just see them being a team that falls early for some reason. I don't know. They, they've, they've made a final four before with Mick Cronin. I think they've like Tennessee. They're a very good defensive team. They've they've probably got a better offense as well. They've got experience in Jaime Hawkes, Tiger Campbell. Um, but you know sometimes I don't know. Uh, for me, I'm just getting that vibe where I am going to sell. I don't know why. They uh, they kind of give me some like couple of years ago Rick Barnes Tennessee vibes, in the sense that. They are kind of prone to some scoring droughts. Like we've seen that maybe be their biggest issue, but also heavily reliant on the mid range game, which, you know, it makes sense to an extent when you have, again, like Tiger Campbell and Hakez and, and, and like guys that are best suited for that mid range game that are highly efficient from the mid range. But um, I just, uh, this team doesn't quite do it for me. I mean, again, like just got blitzed by a 25 3 run against USC last week in, in the second half of that game. I think they're susceptible to giving up some runs. I think they're susceptible to having some scoring droughts. Sounds familiar, right? I, I, I'm selling some stock in UCLA. And with that, we'll catch a break. On the other side, though, we'll head straight to the Big Orange Philly phone lines where we'll have a call waiting for us from Matthew. So stay with us here on the Blitz. Lions where? Well, we got Matthew waiting for us. Matthew, happy Wednesday. Happy, uh, happy Get Right Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, fellas. Um, Charlie, are you buying or selling that the DMV is the worst worst form of uh, government in the entire United States? I can I can get behind the DMV hate. Uh, Everyone yeah. there just seems so unhappy. I think I, I think the DMV could benefit from just some more smiles. Did you uh, Did you see what happened to me in the group text? Uh, yeah, I saw that you, I think, what, you, you went to the DMV, but then you didn't have something you needed. I, I was kind of scanning through it. So, gentlemen in the room, I made this appointment back in October. So, you have to schedule an appointment to actually get a driver's license for Texas. So, I made the appointment, read through what I needed, and I got my registration, I got my driver's license, and I got a W-2 to prove my Social Security and everything. So I get there, and it's bright and early, 8.15 at my appointment. And they say, take a number. I'm like, okay, what the, what the heck's the appointment for? They're like, just take a number. So I take the number. I am A-62. They are on A-28. <laughs> so they, mind you, have four individuals there. So I get there, get the appointment, get the ticket. I'm like, all right, let's just do this. I sat there for an hour, finally get to my number, and they're like, all right, can you please 
give me your proof of Social Security, and I hand them my W-2, which has your Social Security on there. They're like, oh, no, 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 we need an actual copy of proof of Social Security. I'm like, what do you need? They're like, your birth certificate. I'm like, well, that's in Tennessee. They're like, all right, do you have a passport? I'm like, that's also in Tennessee. <sighs> Gentlemen, I'm frustrated. So I ask you this, Charlie. Are you buying or selling that Virginia can win a national championship? That was actually, uh, I had six teams written down. We hit four of them. Uh, that was another one of the teams that I had written down. I don't believe in Virginia really at all. I mean, they've been a little bit better since Vanderplas has uh, entered the starting lineup for them, the Ohio transfer, I believe. Um, but when you know when you're when you're going on the road as an underdog against uh, a mediocre Virginia Tech team, and then also losing, like that's to me not a team that's also going to win a national championship. Uh, the ACC to me is not going to produce a national championship, which. You know, if I would have said that a year ago, I, I would have looked foolish when you had <laughs> two of them right there in the Final Four. And uh, you know, the tournament never a great indicator of like who the best teams actually are. But uh, I don't believe in Virginia, really, even in the slightest. Well, I guess if you don't believe in Virginia, then you don't believe in Tennessee. Because honestly, that's who I compare us to. Those are two defensive-minded teams, Charlie, and their offenses haven't been great lately. But they both got very, very good depth, and they're coached by two future Hall of Famers. I just think that, I mean, yeah, they're similar, but, but Tennessee is just a better version of it. Well, of course, we're biased ball fans. We're, of course, going to take us. We're the, we're the who wouldn't want the Kai Ziegler as their point guard besides Adam Hickman. I mean, Virginia has, like, the 23rd rated defense, 26th rated offense. So, I mean, you know, that's I, I guess they're they're kind of in the middle, right? They're better than you by about 25 spots offensively, worse than you by about 24 spots defensively. Um, I mean, I don't even know. I, yeah, I, I still buy into Tennessee, but I, I don't buy into Virginia. Huh? Well, hey, I guess it, it's, it's fine. You know, it's February 8th right now, so there's plenty of time to buy into the Cavaliers and who knows? Maybe, maybe one day Tony Bennett will be dying the, the orange and white. But, uh, Charlie, I'll give you back some time. The last thing I'll say, Andy, is... Are uh, you a big Virginia guy right now, Matthew? Like, are you? I just... Uh, there's two coaches that are not realistic hires for Tennessee that I want them to go after when Coach Barnes retires in four years. And that's Tony Bennett and Scott Drew. I want you to throw a $9 million check in front of their face and make them say no. That's all I'll have to say on that, Charlie. Take care, buddy. Go balls. All right, well, take care. Go Vols. Those are two good coaches. Yeah, I mean, I, I do <laughs> love do love Mr. Bennett. I feel like our fans would get upset about that. Too. they just be like, oh, what, we got the guy that lost to a 16 seed? Nice. <laughs> uh, Nate Oates, great coach. I like Nate Oates as well. Like uh, Bill Self, what he went out there and got Bill Self. Never know. I don't know if I'm out on uh, Virginia yet. I don't think if I were picking today, I think they would probably be a little overrated in terms of a, of a bracket seed. So I might be selling my sock on Virginia too. I think I agree. I, I guess what's what's the most they have 
the the Houston win, right? Or did Houston go on the road and beat them? No, Houston did beat them on the road. Yeah, they yeah, lost so. to Houston. I mean, what is their their most impressive win? Is it uh, Illinois or Baylor? I mean, two yeah, pretty nice Baylor, wins. Baylor like early in the season. That was Baylor, I think, before they kind of got into their full form. Illinois in neutral play as well. Not bad. Other than that, North Carolina. And, and what, where's really North Carolina now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just nothing they've done in ACC play has been overly impressive. And, and nothing about their roster stands out too much. Too much. I mean, I, I guess from an out, like, Nah, he's not wrong. Uh, you know, people could say the same things about Tennessee. They say about Virginia to a certain extent. But Tennessee also yep. has two top ten wins and a chance to to get a third top ten win next week. Tennessee also has the nation's best defense, so I think they're they're still a little bit better. Playing a tougher conference. I too. get the comparisons though. But I, I get yeah. the comparisons. I, I do think Tennessee is in a in a better situation this year than where Virginia is at. Two two good teams though, and and I could and I could see where if someone would be. You know, high on Virginia and, and out on Tennessee. I feel like you could be saying the same things. Like I, I, I do get that. I just think maybe from one perspective, you, you just see that Tennessee can win any given night on their defense. I don't know if Virginia can do that this year. Virginia is a little bit more like balanced out, whereas Tennessee they can win games specifically on their defense. But yeah, I get where you'd be out on Tennessee just because of the inconsistencies on offense. So I feel like you could you could make a case for either being in or out. Tennessee's coordinators right now, they're meeting with the media. Tim Banks up first. How about that? Did not realize that was happening today. <laughs> Me neither. I just all of a sudden saw Tim Bank quotes start showing up on the timeline. I was like, wait a second, what? What? Spring football coming soon? March? April? <laughs> Do you like spring ball? Yeah, no, I don't I don't mind it. I know uh, you don't really like just, it. I don't like being teased. I get it. I guess like I, I kind of like getting a little hit. You know, just to keep me afloat until until the fall, but I don't know. Not not a big getting teased guy. Sure, I I don't mind it. Well, best bet. So we're gonna wrap up the show. On the other side, one more segment left here on the Blitz. Wrong already. It's the I third time today. Well, for the second time today. Like to remind you, football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat same game parlay. This means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl SGP doesn't hit. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account. Same game parlays it lets you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at an even bigger payday. Start building your own. Or just bet a popular SGP already made for you in America's number one sports book. Let's see. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes over on rushing yards. I think it, I think that total is going to be a little bit low because he's still you know three weeks removed from that ankle injury. But I think when when the Chiefs have a big game, when he has a big game, he often gets involved with his legs. So I'm going to take uh, Mahomes over rushing. Um, give me a Kenneth Gainwell touchdown too. I don't know. Feeling a little spicy. And then uh, Travis Kelsey, give me like Travis Kelsey, the over reception, seven plus receptions. Bills United's little SGP there. New to FanDuel? Well, you can sign up today with promo code BLITZ when you download the app. But either way, you'll get bonus bets back if your no sweat, same game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, President Tennessee, three plus legs, minimum $1 bet required, refund issued as is non withdrawable free bets that expire 
in seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. Got a couple minutes left here on the show. Andy, it's time for your best bet. It sure is, and it's the Hornets and the Wizards tonight. I was going to say, you got a lot to pick from tonight. Yeah, two teams under five hundred. Um, doesn't look like a fun game. <laughs> uh, over under 235.5, that seems big. Um, expect a lot of points. Like the weather forecast. Big over, big points. Big over, big points. Is that what the weather forecast is? It is now. Okay, good to know. Uh, a lot of college basketball being played tonight. Whole lot of college basketball being played tonight. I'm going to head over to. Oh man, tough one here, but I'm going to head over to the WAC. Give me Seattle tonight, hosting Utah Tech. I like Seattle to get back right after a couple of of bad performances here in the last week or so. Wow. I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, and the spread, Seattle minus Bold seven pick. tonight against Utah Tech. Bold pick. Out in the whack. Bold pick. Your best bet for the day. Apologies for Marquette yesterday. Hope you also took Indiana, even things out. But uh, <laughs> Seattle tonight It's my best bet. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you back here, same time, same place, Thursday morning. Actually, are you gone tomorrow? I'm gone. You're gone tomorrow. Florida. So, I couldn't remember if you left, if you left later or early, so... You're heading to clear water. Have fun. We'll talk to you on Monday. Me and Stan will be back here with you tomorrow. That'll do it for us today on The Blitz, though. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great day. John Reed, Cody McClure, Cam Black, Talk Sports. All of that is up next on Fan Run Radio.